0: Welcome to charting the course, a podcast from Full Sail Capital. We're a registered investment advisory firm committed to helping clients grow and manage generational wealth. We do this by focusing on integrity, competency and transparency each and every day. No matter where you find yourself on the investing journey, our hope is that these conversations, stories and interviews can empower and equip all investors with fresh insight and perspective on the capital markets. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Well, welcome back. It's great to be with everybody this week. We are going to sit down for another Captain's Corner conversation with David Stanley. So I have David in here in studio with me, and David, I appreciate the time. It's good to be with you. How are you doing? Great to be with you, my friend. Doing well. Good week so far? Very good. Yeah. Getting some rain around here finally. Oh my gosh, um, This heat a week we're recording this and yeah, get yeah. a break from
1: the heat. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 ready for for rain. I'm ready for snow. I'm ready for anything but hundred degree weather.
0: Right. Well, David, like we did in the in the past, and we'll continue to do so with these conversations with you. We feel like it's just important to sit down and kind of provide some context to what's going on. We're we're not going to hit on you know every single piece of news out there. We do have a Squared Away coming out the next episode where we'll sit down with Zach and Austin. So we'll dive truly into really the market space of everything and and get Zach and Austin's thoughts. But today I I did want to sit down and when you and I were kind of discussing this, you had some some comments and thoughts. So we'll start there, just kind of high level, general market, what you're seeing investment wise, and then we'll get into some, uh, a few things here at the end. But we can really start wherever you would like to, I yeah. just appreciate you sitting down. Well,
1: you're wise and in going into the really deep mechanical parts of the markets with Zach and Austin. <laughs> They're absolutely brilliant. A lot of places that I come from is just what I've seen. been doing this 34 years. I've seen a lot. And um, it's amazing to me how, of course, remember this time last year, of course, we've said it in the previous one, we were going into... The end of last year, there's just no way the markets can be up next year. Right. recession, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone knows the bad news. And here we are. The markets are acting just like they normally do. Fairly unpredictable. But at the same time. Had a beautiful run. Mm-hmm. I I think the first seven months we were we we're only down one month. Right, February um, I believe. August yep. is August. We, I think you you gave me the numbers. We were down ha- one point five percent and a half in August. And we're down one so far in September. Yep. August and September. This is what they do. I mean, this okay. is very this is very normal. This a, this a rhythm of the market. Okay. What what were we at on the actual even through actually today? What what, what is the market? Up for the year sixteen? Uh yes, S&P. year to date through
0: and we're almost as we're recording this we're almost at market close, but year to date up about sixteen
1: percent. So after August and September, people are already starting to feel weary about the market again and you're just like but Yeah, no, we're up. This yeah. is this is this is what it does. Right. So, you know, I, I just encourage people, that uh, technology has gotten us so connected with everything that happens in real time. And I just boy, one thing my wife and I we teach a a marriage class and we've done one thing she asked me to do. I, we, I go, okay, honey, tell me some things in a way I can improve being your husband. She said, okay, I don't want you on your phone or on your iPad as much when you're at home. Mm. You can kind of live off of that. You know, my eyes come above the iPad talking to her instead of closing the iPad and visiting with her. And it really just, it, it gave me just the realization of what well, many of us do, even with the economy, the craziness in Washington, the world's crazy right now. Yeah. Um, all those things cause us to project negativity in the future, right? Sure. But the free, free market capitalism works and it yep. really, and it has zero motion.
0: Right. It's going to find a way. It's funny you, I think Kim and my wife have talked because uh, I hear the same thing when I get home sometimes <laughs> of you don't need that. But it is true. And, you know, I'll get home and we'll turn the TV off because the, our kids don't need to see all that bad news. That's but yet, right. once they go down, the first thing I do is I, I pick up the iPad. After I've yep. been at work all day and have caught up, i got to keep reading. I've got to keep seeing what's out there and what's going on. And to your point, it, unless I'm reading something that's maybe beneficial, it, it's not just it's not helpful to sit there.
1: And I've talked with people that they, they I mean, I, I think everyone should be well-read. Yeah, absolutely. But you can, we also... Sometimes we read what we believe mm-hmm. instead of believing what we read. Mm-hmm. Zach Reynolds does a great job at times of reminding me of that. That I that I won't be as broadly read. I'll I'll be, I'll, I'll hone in on Something. on someone that's agreeing with me. I, and he's so right. Not everything's bad out there. Sure. Now I will say this: it's a heck of a lot tougher on the average American right now. Yeah. Inflation's starting to really bite. Yeah. I don't know about you, when I go to the grocery store and I go, I actually do go with my wife most of the time, I'm shocked at the it, price increases that I'm seeing. And for the average person, you know, I, I see it in my daughter's life. I see it in our life. I just see, I see a little bit of um, a little stress, but at the same time, we've we come off this euphoric, you know, free money train we've been on where the government's just been giving us all this money. And now you have student loan pay- repayment I mean, coming back online. Those back on, right? That's yeah. going to be a big deal. That's really Absolutely. that's really going to shrink. Now, believe it or not, that'll ultimately, I think, help the stock market because the, the Fed wants to see a slowdown so that they don't have to raise rates any longer. Right. And if the slowdown is surprisingly um deep, they'll come in and cut rates. Right. But it still feels like it's Higher, longer than than what we were thinking.
0: Well, and what some conversations I've had, the other advisors have had as well, is my generation, at least during our, for sure during our working years and even probably back into our early to late college years, we haven't seen rates like this. No. And to us, it feels high. Right to you guys who live through who may have bought a home in the early '80s, this seems extremely low still. Yep, higher than what it's been. So there's there's a happy medium there, right? There's got to be we're near more historical averages for a 30 year mortgage, yet we're we're quite a bit higher. So you do have this. You can focus on the 30 year average. You can focus on well, it's not a two two point five percent mortgage anymore.
1: Water always finds its level, right? Yeah. And everyone is the sticker shock of this. For gosh, you're right. Anybody in your generation, it's wow. If you got a two or three percent mortgage at home, you're never selling your house again. I mean, it's it's one of those kind of you're things. You're burying me there. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. You're going to bury it be buried in this house. For, but for me, I'm gosh, my first mortgage was like twelve percent, and I high fived everybody <laughs> yeah. after I got it. I was like, dear Jesus, I got the greatest rate in the world. You'd
0: probably paid two or three points to buy that down too <laughs> right. or something. No, two points. <laughs> two points. Two, two, two points. points. No,
1: you're, 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 you're remembering, right? I spent some years in the mortgage uh, business. So you're, and, and, and we just, gosh, I remember when I, I finally got down to a 7% mortgage yeah. and when I moved to I just thought it was the biggest, golly, wow, we could actually get a nicer house and uh, everything was good in our world. So at 7% right now, I don't see it as the end of the world. But I can certainly see from where we've come, because think about it. People usually, their, their lifestyle works around what they make, right? Yeah. Instead yeah. of, we, I don't think we have a whole lot of just prolific savers in the United States. <laughs> so whatever they make, their lifestyle goes and matches that. So now when you have pullers in our economy that are pulling on parts of their, their budget each month, that was either for fun or it right. was for some other ridiculous vehicle. I'm one of those that thinks cars are the worst- investments in the world to be borrowing money well, on
0: because yeah they're not an investment
1: right <laughs> ooh, just torches your yeah. your 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 finances but you look at it and everyone lives that way and i've lived in neighborhoods where really nice homes but you'll go into your neighbor's home and there's like no furniture in it hardly sure because they bought the maximum house, house. they could yeah. and now they're now they're going wow
0: can't yeah can't keep up can't furnish it. no Everything we've talked about, and I know we hit on this all the time, but we can't control really anything of the things that you and I have discussed up to this point. Right. What the market's going to do, nope. the returns, inflation, cost. So from your seat this year, what have you said over the past many years that you've done this? What is really vital and key during these times for a client, for any investor to do, for any individual to do, for any couple to do? What's something that um, you feel like is, is very impactful uh, for them to get on the same page.
1: Well, anything you sense in your life that you, where you're making a decision out of fear right now, that is just, you'll, you're going to look up a decade from now and just be so mad at yourself. The clear-eyed people are the ones that get wealthier on the other side of times like we're in. Yep. When you're clear-eyed, when yep. you're looking for opportunity, when you stay disciplined, when you haven't let fear, gosh, I had a, I had a really close friend Last fall, I said, God, I just got to go to cash. And this this person isn't someone that can do that. Sure. And they're not even with us. They're just a friend of mine. Yeah. And I just, I implored him not to do it. I don't know. I'm, this, we're going straight down. Trying to stop and the bleeding. He was. Yep. And, and um, gosh, I saw him about two weeks ago, and he had me do a calculation on what he'd missed. On, on what he had missed. And it's like a million bucks. Jeez. He, he, if he would just, just stayed put, he'd be a million bucks ahead where, of where he is. It's, it's, it feels so good to run for the hills, but when you run for the hills, you're going to end up in a, in, in a sod dugout 10 years from now, instead of being right. a nice home. Right. Fear, And just like in a really good time, you got to check yourself. If you feel anything where you're being greedy, mm-hmm. like the people that go and go, Hey, I'm going to do a second mortgage on my house so I can put more money in the market. That's just as foolish. Right. And so it's staying in your lane and just realizing mm-hmm. what your lane is, and recognizing that what we're going through isn't something unique. Right, <laughs> history just repeats itself over and yeah. over, or at least rhymes. It's, right, and know that if you'll stay, if you'll stay in your fairway, hey, may, maybe if you're retired, you you should have already taken a little out of the yeah. market to have off to the side to go. Okay, if things get a little rocky here, uh, I I've got cash I can pull on until. Until it comes back, where I don't have to pull on my right. investments. All those things are, are fine, but it's just it's making sure you don't do anything that feels, or you would look back and go, "Wow, that was drastic." Something we've
0: talked about, and I, George and I were in a meeting yesterday, and we talked about is fear and greed are the probably the two most detrimental things oh, to break you. to somebody's finances. Yep. And it doesn't necessarily it can be the fear. To your example, a fear of the market, but I I see so many people that they're so fearful of not providing or they're fearful of missing out or fearful of not keeping up And those feed into just terrible decisions as well that are super quick decisions or knee jerk reactions that are detrimental. Yes. So no, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up. You know the other thing I we've talked about this, and I thought you brought up a good point a couple of weeks ago. But we've and you just kind of mentioned it. There are there is there are some people that we're talking to right now because of just the rate environment, the market environment, that maybe we have been allocated a certain way over the past five years. Right. Well, now it's time to kind of talk about that allocation again, not because totally. we're getting out, no, well, because we're just re- resetting
1: moving no, so, forward, right? You're, you're so right. for So for a decade, fixed income was nothing. And we really didn't make a whole lot out of fixed income, right? Rates right. were so low. It was a volatility hedge and a place where you made a little bit of income. Well, now, you know, as people that manage money, we're kind of perked up. Bonds are interesting to us again, right? because now they can actually pull their weight in your asset allocation. So yes, there's been a lot of clients we're meeting with now and I'm going, okay, let's say you may have had a, 80, 80, 20 allocation sure. to stocks, to bonds. I'm saying, Hey, maybe let's go set 60 or 70, uh, in equities and, 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 increase our bond position because we like what we're seeing. Sure. And so we're doing a little bit of that, which ultimately should, it feels like we're kind of at the end of the rate hike cycle for the fed. Right. We don't know that. I don't know, but, but it feels at least like we've gone through eight innings of it at least. Right. And so it feels like a good idea to be allocating now. Mm-hmm. Stocks are up. We're going to be selling yeah. high. We're going to be buying low yeah. uh, on bonds. So it's what we're supposed to do. That's what our discipline tells us to do. And and in doing so, I think we can lower the volatility overall over the next five years or so for our clients and still make the returns that we need to make for yeah. the plans and the financial plans that we've executed for our clients to still be relevant and to still actually happen.
0: I kind of summarize here as we wrap up and, and we'll, we'll end here in just a minute, but you've highlighted we're going to have down months. Not every month's going to be up. Right. <laughs> that's, right. that's just the way it goes. It is. So if you're looking at August to September, it's it's just par for the course. You know, we completely understand and, and feel for the the inflation and the cost increases that are really affecting everybody. Whether you feel wealthy or not, it's, it's affecting everybody. It's brutal. But all that ties into, if you haven't done it yet, now's a great time to sit down and look at that budget you may have to look sit and do some planning have some conversations with your spouse about where our money's going and is it going to the right places so Miss true anything kind no of, you, some... you,
1: man so everyone and when times are great and everyone feels good the future's going to be nothing but roses baby yeah it's all, <laughs> it's all cherries and roses when you have that everyone gets a little looser in their spending right yeah this is the time to sit down and actually have a budget and I think a lot of people think a budget is a dirty word. It really isn't. It's, it's not even something, it's it's not like you have to adhere to it exactly every month. It's a it's a roadmap. It's a guiding yeah. star for your finances each month. And I think it will help you at least understand where your money's going every month. Cause I don't think a whole lot of people know that and may maybe be able to uh, reprioritize some of that because there's there's some real inflation out there and it feels, it feels a little stickier and a little longer here than we thought it was going to sure. be. And so I think in doing so, if nothing else, it will just bring security. Yeah. Especially to your wives.
0: Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something I, I bring up a lot on the podcast, but we're so used to talking about money and finances and investing. It's second nature to us, but it's not second nature to a lot of people in our lives, whether it's your spouse, your friends, your parents. So I always try to encourage people. You got to have those conversations.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: One thing we talked about ending, ending with David is, is something investment related or not, but just something, some good news you heard, something that you think, Hey, by the way, yes, there's noise. There's, political noise, there's investment noise out there, but what's something you've heard or learned or watched happen that that is that is something good, that's something positive?
1: Well, I'm kind of embarrassed by my good news that I didn't really know this before and wasn't really up to speed on it, but I am catching up with, there's, there's a group out of Texas called Wall Builders Okay. Barton, Tim and David Barton, and they're trying to teach people again. Hey, this is our founding fathers. This is what really happened. Okay. They got like one hundred twenty thousand pieces of, of wow. every, written, original letters, et cetera, et cetera, So I believe eyewitness testimony, right? Sure. versus uh, what a lot of people are on the us. And it's just, I am just amazed again, over again, at the grit they had. Yeah, our, the the our fa- founding fathers, the de- the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. The grit they had, you know, now you'll hear people go, well, gosh, all those guys were a bunch of racists. Well, 41 of the 56 abolitionists that had already realized this was totally wrong was was releasing everybody. Um, and trying to get America as a whole to do so as well. So all those huh. things, so you go every, you know, there's always a bad, there's always a bad apple in the barrel, but man, it's just encouraging to me just how much good and, and the bravery it took to do what they did and being willing to give up. Most of those people were quite wealthy Yeah. in their time and they were willing to give it all up. So I, Very I, neat. America will always, that's why I say free market capitalism will always win because the good people always eventually well what did Winston Churchill say he in america when the when the americans have tried everything else they'll do what's right right and so i think <laughs> we're kind of at that point we're about to do what's right so I, i'm hopeful between you and i and i guess all the listeners i sure hope
0: we're at that point where we'll where we'll <laughs> do something too. right now no david i appreciate it. that's that's a great uh, reminder of there's there's a long long history uh, behind this great country that we live in oh yeah. um, and coming off September 11th here a uh, week and a half ago pretty timely to remember that so so timely um, anything we left out David
1: Nope no that's
0: good okay I appreciate it uh, everyone have a great rest of the week uh, we'll be back here sh- uh, soon with another squared away with uh, Zach and Austin so be on the lookout for that Enjoy
1: the day thank you
0: thank you for listening if you enjoyed today's conversation don't forget to review and subscribe to your preferred podcast platform have a great week. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Full Sail Capital. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Clients of Full Sail may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.